Storygram Network. The content and products discussed in this program have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration, nor are they intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Any decisions made around your health should be discussed with your health practitioner. Welcome to Body Talk Radio. I'm your host, Heather Morgan, Health and Human Potential Master Coach and Edutainment Curator. I started Body Talk over a decade ago in order to achieve my mission of educating and inspiring millions to a healthier way of living. Body Talk Radio is more than just a radio show. It's your gateway to information and education relevant to today's most important health topics. Delivered by top thought leaders, influencers, and world changers in the health and human potential space. If you love great health talk, listen in and join the community. Get educated, get inspired, and become a healthier you. So glad to be here today. It is Friday afternoon, two o'clock here in Sonoma, and... Happy Friday, everybody, and welcome weekend. The weather's gorgeous, the sun is shining, and I don't know about you, but personally, I'm really looking forward to just enjoying the beautiful Sonoma landscape, some hiking, some good food, and of course, some good wine this weekend. So yeah, I always love to kick off the weekend with you, and thanks for being here. We're going to talk about some important health topics today, and I will tell you right off the bat, we're going to be talking about cognitive decline, dementia, Alzheimer's with one of the top experts in the country. So if you or somebody you know is concerned about cognitive decline or dementia, if you have it in your family, if you know someone that's experiencing cognitive decline, dementia, or Alzheimer's, you do not want to miss the next hour. I'm going to be interviewing MD, Dr. Anne Hathaway. She is one of the leading experts and has treated thousands of patients with the tools of functional medicine, bioidentical hormone replacement, and what is called RECODE, Reversal of Cognitive Decline Protocol, and environmental medicine. So is uniquely trained in environmental medicine, and she's incorporated her years of history working with patients with hormone therapy, hormone replacement, environmental medicine, and how all of that impacts our cognition, especially as we age. She's an expert in bioidentical hormone therapy and often lectures on the topic. Dr. Hathaway is a member of the International Society of Environmentally Acquired Illnesses, which seeks to develop physician expertise in treating of tick-borne and viral diseases. So remember that when we're talking later, the concept of tick-borne and viral illnesses and how that relates to cognitive decline and ultimately Alzheimer's. So I'm just giving you a little bit of a clue for what's to come within the discussion. And if you've never put the two together and you've never thought about viruses, bacteria, Lyme disease, mold illness, those types of things that trick our immune system and wreak havoc within our bodies, just wonder how that might be associated with Alzheimer's and cognitive decline. So stay tuned to hear more about that. 
Anne's been working with patients who have cognitive decline since 2014, when she first read Dale Bredesen's paper, Reversal of Cognitive Decline, a Novel Therapeutic Program. And for those of you who've not heard of Dale Bredesen, you also, he's someone you're going to learn about today. He's sort of the pioneer of precision medicine for cognitive decline and dementia. There's so much work that this group is doing that you probably haven't heard about. And I just have one word that sums it up, and that is hope. When you hear about the work that this group has been doing and the results that they're having with patients through diet and lifestyle and precision medicine, you're going to understand that you yourself or anyone else that you know of that's dealing with cognitive decline actually has hope, not only to slow the progression but actually reversal in some many cases, actually. They work at correction of root causes as the central principle of functional medicine and finds that helping people regain clarity of mind requires dedication, patience, and persistence. And in her experience, these efforts with patients are extremely rewarding. Dr. Hathaway was board certified in family practice medicine in 1983 and practiced conventional medicine for many years until she became disenchanted with the basically prescription to cover up the symptom for every ailment. She found that many health issues did not have satisfactory solutions in conventional medicine. She began to research and explore for better answers and eventually found organizations of physicians like her who were searching for underlying causes and striving for real solutions. Dr. Hathaway graduated summa cum laude from the University of Berkeley in 1975, University of California Medical School in San Francisco in 1979, and completed her residency in family practice in 1983 at Natividad Medical Center of Monterey. You hear her background. I will also tell you that she's located right here near Sonoma in Novato, and she has an amazing online practice and an online program that we're going to get to hear more about. And it's based on the end of Alzheimer's, which is Dale Bredesen's book. There's been a program that Anne has launched that does all the good work, including focusing on hormone replacement, diet, lifestyle, and supplements, all things that can help improve and in some cases reverse cognitive decline. So this concept of precision medicine for cognitive care is a fairly new one, and maybe you haven't heard of it. It's certainly taken on a lot of traction over the past mm, five to 10 years, but certainly over the past five years in a big way. And, and this idea, right, of bringing in environmental medicine and combining it with hormone therapy, lifestyle, diet, and all of these things, and just the way that cognitive decline Alzheimer's dementia is looked at through these experts. And they actually did a study last year that had very favorable results. So we're going to hear about that as well. Incredibly favorable results with patients that are, were already experiencing cognitive decline and on their way to dementia. And they had incredible results, which is fueling another study, which is great. So the studies continue. So this is science-based work, right? These are experts that have been doing this work for quite a while and they're getting funding and they're getting more and more work. So fortunate for us here in Sonoma, obviously we're very close to Dr. Hathaway, but good news for everybody is Dr. Hathaway is online and you could look her up. You could find her website as well online if you just Google Anne Hathaway MD and it's Precision Medicine for Cognitive Care. And you'll be able to learn a bit more about her practice, her programs, what she does, 
And I can tell you that she and her colleagues who worked on this study, I followed it the entire time, followed the work that they were doing, was incredibly pleased but not surprised with the results and the stories that I've heard coming out of the work that they do. So there's hope. There is definitely hope if you are someone that is either genetically predisposed, because there's tests now, as we know, that you can do to test to see if you are more at risk for dementia, or if it's just you've you know experienced certain viruses or bacterial infections in your life that could lead you to being higher at risk for dementia or cognitive decline. And if you are one of those candidates, if you fall in one of the buckets that might boost your risk for cognitive decline, then you definitely want to get on a program. You definitely want to listen to what Dr. Anne Hathaway has to say and make sure that you connect with all of the resources that she's going to provide today and just make sure that you are on a path to prevention because there is one. We know today, we know that there's so much you can do for prevention, but it means work. And you just have to ask yourself, are you willing to do the work? And when I say that, I mean, sacrificing things that you love. And Anne and I will get into this together, but you can imagine that sugar is probably not really good for your brain, especially because they call Alzheimer's diabetes three. And that's just another clue for you as to the conversation that I'm going to be having with Anne and what that really means. If you are someone that has diabetes or that has metabolic syndrome, you're pre-diabetic, this is an issue for you within your family, you also want to listen in because that also can put you higher at risk for a cognitive decline and dementia. And Dr. Hathaway is going to share with us why coming up soon, because I'm certainly not a doctor. I'm sharing today with you information. And my goal here is to provide information from the experts, deliver it to you, have the interviews so that you have the information to share with your doctors and make the best decisions for your health. Again, this show is about sharing information and education. It's not about preventing, curing, or treating disease. It's about letting you know information that's out there and allow and just helping you one step further towards your journey of health, helping you to maybe do some more research on your own. I am big into sharing because I love to learn this information. I read, I follow many, many amazing healthcare practitioners online. I work with many of them as colleagues and have for many years. And it's sort of like when you learn this, you can't unlearn it. And a great example is going to be what we're talking about today. Once you hear what Dr. Hathaway has to say, you'll realize that you really can't unlearn that. And that a lot of your destiny, your health outcomes in the future is going to rely and depend on you and also finding the right doctors to support you through your journey. But keep in mind, your health, your well-being is largely dependent and you have control over it rather than sitting back and waiting to end up in the doctor's office with a diagnosis. Each and every day, you can take proactive steps to have a better outcome for yourself. Get yourself educated, right? Being educated is super, super important. And then discuss with your doctor and make some good decisions. But what we know is that the decisions you make every day about what you put in your mouth, about when you go to bed, about what, you know, your sleep, how you move your body, your exercise, 
there are many things that you can do that's going to help slow, right, degenerative disease and diseases of aging, we like to call them, just by keeping your body in its most healthy place. One of the things that Dr. Hathaway is an expert in is hormone therapy. And that's a really important piece to this because as you get older, your hormones decline. Your hormones also can get out of whack with stress, living a stressful lifestyle. And stress can show up in many different forms. Stress can be your daily work. It can be your relationships. It could be eating the wrong kinds of foods can be a stressor on your body, consuming too much alcohol. There's so many things that are within your choice that can impact your health, either negatively or positively. One of the things that I always say is every time you eat or drink, you're either feeding disease or fighting it. Think about that. Every time you eat or drink, you're either feeding disease or fighting it. So how does that work? Well, your body is programmed to process food and what you eat and drink and utilize it in certain ways. So consider it raw materials, right? So if you're eating good, healthy, beautiful, organic food that came from the earth, I always say if it grew in the ground or it had eyes, eat it. If it came out of a box or a package that you had to open, rethink it. Because obviously, and you know that our body was designed and evolved over many, many, many years eating foods from the earth. And I know that you might think this sounds hokey or whatever, but it's a fact. And if you don't know, just try it. Just try it. Try eating organic, health-giving foods from the farmer's markets when they open up or local. Try to eat food that came from the ground. The ground is provides life force energy to the vegetables. So, you know, the soil, the quality of the soil is super important, right? And so when organic or farmers are doing farming in a certain way where the soil is nice and rich, that's going to yield more micronutrients for you and for your body. And then making sure you get a good blend of healthy and whole macronutrients, right? Proteins, fats, and carbs from good, healthy, natural sources, making sure you get all of those because your body needs those too. But if you were to just say, give up package and processed foods, those Twinkies or packaged things that you love to open up and eat, right? Your cakes or the all kinds of those sweet things, cookies, come in the box that you open up and dump into a pan and add ingredients to. So that's processed, right? So consuming those processed foods, it's really a deficit, right? Because it's lacking the nutrition, those micronutrients that come from the earth. I've done it myself. So I used to be a junk food junkie, like there's no tomorrow. I grew up in the Midwest eating, you name it, Doritos, Kool-Aid, bologna, all those things. And I landed in my 20s with no energy, not feeling well, really no clue, no idea that I was lacking severely putting good nutrition into my body to the point where I got sick. And I got very sick at around 30, got meningitis and was incredibly depleted, no energy. I had what they called chronic fatigue and later found nutrition and a nutritionist and functional medicine to help guide me along my path, absolutely 100% changed my life, which is why I'm doing what I do today, which is hoping to educate, motivate, and inspire everybody else regarding the importance of the choices that you make and the outcomes, right? It's in your hands. In just a moment, I'm going to have to go to break. But before I do, I want to remind everybody to stay tuned because when we come back from break, 
Dr. Anne Hathaway is going to join us. We're going to talk about cognitive decline and dementia. We're going to talk about an amazing study that she helped author and conduct that had incredibly insightful and positively hopeful results for people who are experiencing cognitive decline and dementia. And this is a conversation that you absolutely don't want to miss. So please do stay tuned with us and we're going to be right back. Storygram Network. You're listening to Body Talk with Heather Morgan, sponsored by EA's CrossFit. More information at 415-314-1399 or at eascrossfit.com. We are back. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm Heather Morgan, your host here at Body Talk Radio. And many of you are new. I'm getting some message here and so grateful for the followers that have been joining me now for 10 years. We have an exciting guest who's going to be calling in here shortly, Anne Hathaway. Dr. Anne Hathaway, who is an expert on cognitive decline and dementia. You do not want to miss this because this is going to impact you and or your family members in your life. We know this now. And it really comes down to you understanding that you have the ability to help prevent cognitive decline in dementia. There are certain people who are more at risk than others. And we're going to talk about that today. And then we're going to talk about an incredible study that Dr. Hathaway did with incredible results, literally slowing and reversing cognitive decline and dementia. So many people think that there's nothing they can do, but there is. And not only should you know about this for yourself so that you can start practicing today, I'm going to tell you, and I mentioned this before the break, it'll be some work because you're going to have to give up some of the things that you don't want. And I always say to be successful at anything, you have to look at your daily habits Because your daily habits, that's your least common barometer for who you are, right? And where you're at in your life. If you want to be better, if you want to feel better, if you want better health, you want longer years, more higher quality years, you're going to have to make some changes. And those changes aren't easy. They're always hard in the beginning. But once you make them, once you get through it, those first couple weeks, that first month with these changes, you can stick to it you'll find that you feel so much better. Whatever you were craving, whatever it was, alcohol, sugar, carbs, you know, we're going to talk about certain kinds of carbs today that are not so good for your cognition and how managing your carbohydrates can really help you in prevention of cognitive decline. So there are some sacrifices that you're going to have to make, but listen in today, hear and understand that If you really knew that you could control your destiny through your choices, through your daily choices, would you make those choices? It's not hard to do. I guess it is hard to do. Sugar is highly addictive and giving up sugar is hard. But I'm telling you, there's no good end game for people who are sugar addicts and people who do sugar all the time after every meal. It's just a once in a while treat, not a problem. If you're getting good, high quality foods from the earth, good blend of macronutrients, eating well. I call it the 80-20 rule. 80% of the time you're eating the health giving foods, right? The foods that are nourishing your body. And then that 20%, you might have a treat here or there or a drink here or there. You know, it's all good. But most people and probably yourself 
our 2080. Because most of the people that came into my nutrition practice over the years, I would do a quiz with them in the beginning to determine where they were. A lot of people would say, oh, I think I'm probably a 50-50. By the time I got done with their food diaries and walked them through it, most people were around a 2080, the wrong direction. I'll probably talk about that on another show and share that program with you all. But yeah, so just wanting to make sure that you all know if there's any takeaway for you today that I want you to understand to please just get a coach because a lot of times people need guidance through coaches to help you. We're going to go ahead and pick up the phone here for Dr. Hathaway and welcome her to the show. Hello, Dr. Hathaway. Hi, Heather. Hello. Thank you so much for your call in today. We've got a lot of people here listening, really looking forward to hearing all the wonderful things you're going to share. I'm very excited to share this. It's such an exciting time for cognitive decline now because we actually have successfully reversed it in many people, myself and my colleagues. And so it's a really amazing time for hope in terms of dementia and Alzheimer's disease. That's the perfect word. So just so you know, before you called in, I read your bio. I really shared your story, your history, your background. And the word that I used over and over was hope because I feel like you and your colleagues, that's exactly what you're doing is you are delivering hope. And I wanted to help get the word out about the work that you're doing and wondered if we could start off because I have already sort of prepped the audience about who you are and where they can find you. But could you share a little bit about your study and the work that you do with cognitive decline? Yeah, so it's complex, right? Yeah. As you saw my bio, we keep using the word individualized and precision because people have different causality for cognitive loss, right? Right. There's many, many things that can be going on. Right. And so our job as doctors, is to really do these super in-depth search for do you have vascular damage? Are your blood vessels getting clogged? Do you have inflammatory process? Is your gut sick? Is your microbiome sick? Are you not digesting your food? Are your nutrient levels off? Are your hormones off? Is your sleep, are you not getting enough sleep? If you're not getting over seven hours of sleep, your brain is getting damaged by that, right? Do you have sleep apnea? Are you having oxygen drops at night? That's a huge cause that people are, in general, not aware of. Oxygen drops during the night, tremendously damaging. Are you exposed to mold? Stop me if I'm going too fast with all these things because there's chemical toxicities. We check for chemical load for at least 20 different chemicals. We check for heavy metals, mercury, arsenic, lead, cadmium. Very, very important. And we have to address all these causes. So when someone commits to me to do this work, you're making a big commitment. And I'm, of course, making a big commitment to them that, yes, we are going to search high and low for every single thing that is interfering with your body. Your brain is a part of your body. Right. So if your body is sick... In various ways. If you have arthritis, Mm. that's inflammation. And we have to figure out what's going on and how to correct it as best we can. Because that inflammation, in many, many cases, is going to be affecting your brain. 
Amazing and understandable, right? And I think people don't think about that. So I was explaining to the audience earlier that the good news is the work that you're doing is showing that there's so much that they can do and take into their own hands and in working with you or your team that through this sort of deep dive, so to speak, into each individual's biochemistry and those types of things that the good news is there's so much that they can do. However, it requires a commitment because in many cases they're giving up the foods that maybe they're used to eating like, you know, constant sugar or carbohydrates and things like that might not be so great for the brain. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah. The so, lifestyle piece yeah. is big. The plant based keto diet that we absolutely need people to follow to be in mild ketosis. This is not your typical ketogenic diet where you could eat like tons of butter and fatty beef and things like that. Yeah. Right? This is a keto diet that's plant based, but it is high in. The healthy oil, yep. avocado oil, avocados, olive oil. We're really big fans of olive oil because it's brain healthy and heart healthy. Absolutely. I do a tablespoon of super high quality olive oil every day. It's part of my regime. Fantastic. That's really wonderful. And people often say, do I have to be in ketosis? Most people, for most people to get well, yeah. the vast majority, they have to be in mild ketosis. And that means for most people... No sugar, no sweets, very low, sometimes no fruit. It's individualized. What one person has to do to be in mild ketosis is going to be a little different Mm -hmm. than what another person. But definitely it's low carbs. You do, in general, have to give up bread and rice and pasta and all those kinds of things. In general, they need to be gone or rare treats, right? And then you eat tons of vegetables, raw and cooked. Yeah. Mostly the non-carby vegetables. We're avoiding, for the most part, we're avoiding sweet potatoes, regular potatoes, cooked squashes, things like that. Not that you can never have them. Yeah, I always call them the low, slow carbs, the slow burning, low glycemic. So lots more high fiber, those types of things. More complex versus the simple type of carbs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, your cooked leafy greens, your broccoli, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, kale, collard greens, all that kind of stuff. Dr. Hathaway, really quick, because one of our followers is asking if you could explain a little bit more about what ketosis is. So I think maybe just a general explanation of ketosis. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's not a really well understood. So when your body primarily, for most of us, is burning glucose for energy. The carbs we eat, even some of the protein we eat, turns into various forms of glucose that your mitochondria, little energy-making machinery that's in every one of our cells, uses glucose to make energy. ATP, if these concepts are new to you, Mm -hmm. you don't need to remember the words, but ATP is our body uses for physical energy. And when you eat a high-fat diet, high in good fat, moderate protein, and no sugar, low-carb, your body at some point will start to make ketones. And ketones are important for the brain for energy because as we get older and as we get cognitive decline, our body, our brain 
cannot use sugar efficiently. It's irregularly available. This is a complex process. But what ketones do is they provide this alternate energy source that easily gets into the brain and can easily be used for brain energy. So that's what's going on. It's a complex biochemical process to explain, but that's the basics of it. And what people do in our protocol is that they measure their ketones every day, either with a blood meter where you got to prick your finger, stick a drop of blood on a little stick and put it in your little ketone machine, or a breath meter where you can measure a different kind of ketone in your breath called acetone. So there's two kinds of meters that people use. And both are good, both work. The blood ketones are a little more accurate. For research, we need people to use the blood ketones. But for most people, the breath meter, which is way less invasive, of course, and Mm -hmm. easier to use, people like the Biosense. There's a few different ones, but the Biosense meter is a good one. So, Dr. Hathaway, are you saying that because we want people to be thinking about taking care of their brains in, into the future and they have family members. Most of us know somebody with cognitive decline. So somebody that is experiencing cognitive decline or dementia, being in ketosis and living that lifestyle is important, right? To help optimize their chances of delaying and or not heading down that road. Absolutely. If you have a family member, one of your parents has dementia, has Alzheimer's disease, one thing I think is important to do is find out if you carry an ApoE4 gene. Yep. Okay. That is a genetic link to increased risk of Alzheimer's disease. And 25% of the U.S. population carries one ApoE4 gene. So somebody had written in about that actually, and someone also asked about the ApoE3 gene, and are you at risk if you have that gene? So the majority of people, you get one ApoE gene from each parent. Right. Okay. The majority of the population in the Western world is ApoE33. Okay. Yep. You've gotten a three from both parents. That's, That's what the I most am. Common genetics. 25% of people carry one ApoE4 gene, okay. right? And 1% or 2% of people carry two ApoE4 genes. Oh, boy. And those people, many of them find their way to me or someone like me to start doing work yep. because they're very, very Concerned. high risk if they, don't, if they don't start a very solid protocol. Of course. Right? There's also an ApoE2 Okay, so yep. that's less common. Okay. ApoE2. Is that uh, put you at higher risk? No. Okay. ApoE2 is a protective gene. Oh, so nice. If someone is, say, an ApoE3-4, they have a 25% risk. If someone is an ApoE2-4, they hmm. still have increased risk, but not as much. I can't give you an absolute number. Sure. But two is protective to some degree, so it kind of modifies okay. the four. But there also are other genes, because I have some ApoE4-4 people who are perfectly great. I was going to ask and that. for the most part, they have other protective genes. Great. Or they started taking care of themselves really well, really early. So it's important that people realize ApoE4 increases your risk, but it is not determined if you do Great. what you need to do. 
Yeah. Yeah, which is good because I wanted to point that out to people, right? That's the genetics, but environmentally, we don't know. There's other things that would impact your outcomes either way. And when we come back from the break, because we're going to have a break in a moment, I would like to talk about that aspect, right? The environmental aspect of what can impact and or maybe trigger higher risk for people. I can just share for myself, I've been diagnosed with Lyme disease and I've had mold issues in my home. So I've been sick from that. I did have meningitis in the past. So I do tend to have a lot of brain inflammation. So I know I'm a higher risk person. I'm an ApoE33, but also too, I can feel the inflammation in my brain often if I don't adhere to a certain lifestyle and diet. So I know there's a lot of people out there, especially in Sonoma County, we got a lot of ticks, a lot of mold here, a lot of aspergillus in the air. So when we come back, I would love, love, love to hear your take on environmental, what can people do to minimize their risk through their environment? And then what are key things that might trigger like viral, bacterial, whatever. And those people probably should be seeing someone like you for preventative reasons to dig into those tests and see really how this is affecting them. So that's kind of where I'd love to go. Absolutely. We deal with that day in and day out. Okay, perfect. Dr. Hathaway, if you could just hold tight right where you are, we're going to go take our break and then we'll be back in just about 60 seconds, everybody. So I want everybody to hang tight. We'll be right back here with Dr. Ann Hathaway shortly. Hosting for this podcast is generously provided by Transistor at Transistor.fm. Storygram Network. You're listening to Body Talk with Heather Morgan, sponsored by EA is CrossFit. More information at 415-314-1399 or at eacrossfit.com. We are back. You're listening to Body Talk Radio. I'm Heather Morgan, your host, and I'm joined today by Dr. Anne Hathaway, expert on cognitive decline, dementia, Alzheimer's, all things cognitive decline. And welcome back to the show, Dr. Hathaway. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Great. We're going to be spreading the good word to a lot of people here. So we really appreciate your time and allowing us to help get the word out. Before the break, we talked about the fact that we want to zero in on environmental impact because, and maybe you could share with us the rates of cognitive decline, dementia, Alzheimer's. We all know that has just greatly increased. And so why are more and more people getting cognitive decline and dementia today? We don't know the absolute reasons, but Mm -hmm. I can tell you what we strongly suspect. Okay. We strongly suspect that our air, our food, our water is more contaminated than it's ever been with chemicals. Sure. And that weakens our immunity, of course. And so we're more susceptible to chronic infections. Epstein-Barr virus, one of the viruses in the herpes family of viruses, we're more susceptible to chronic Lyme and the other tick-borne diseases, I think. Yes. And we have exposure to things that are very difficult to protect against, like mold, like mercury, like Mm -hmm. chemical, all the chemical toxins. You might be eating organic food, but as Mm -hmm. I always remind people, yes, it's great to eat organic, but was it watered with organic water? Right. There's 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 still exposure. Yeah. There's still exposure. Anything yeah. you buy in plastic, how hard is it to avoid plastic? Oh, boy. And that's wow. such a tough you know? one, you know? Oh, my gosh. So we all have to be 
in my opinion, chronically doing some version of detox, right? Yes. And it's, it can be simple. You can just take N-acetylcysteine, and, and a little bit of it. Every day. NAC every day, yeah. Absolutely. It's, I've taken NAC every day for years, right? Yeah. No, I have. Um, there's a really good powder that I take every single day. It is by Designs for Health, and it's the, it's, they're like, they're, detox shake, right? Like it's a shake, but it has mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. of the detox, mm-hmm. has NAC in it and other great detoxification support nutrients. And I just drink one a day and that's my detox yeah. support. Fantastic. Yeah. It's important though. Yeah. There is a quick question as well about, um, oh gosh, see, there goes my memory. So <laughs> there was a study done. It's going back to Lyme disease because you mentioned that earlier, as did I. And of course, it's a topic that I'm very passionate about, obviously. Yeah. There was a study done where they did autopsies on Alzheimer's patients. And I think it was like 200 patients or something. The autopsy showed they had Lyme in their brains, like 73% or something like that. What are your thoughts on that? I can't recall having seen that. I think, yes, there is certainly such a thing as Lyme dementia. Absolutely. absolutely. Lyme, chronic Lyme is an inflammatory process that affects every tissue in the body. Yep. It's in your joints, your tendons, your muscles, and it's in your brain. If someone has cognitive decline... One of the things that you definitely have to address is boosting their immunity and treating their Lyme. However, you're trained to treat Lyme. Some of my colleagues use a lot of antibiotics. There's all kinds of always new treatments coming out for Lyme. I tend to use Buner's Herbs, that set of formulations. Yeah, sure. Uh, They've worked well for my patients currently and in the past. So that's just the route that I've learned and the route that I'm most comfortable with. But there's a lot of different approaches. Lime, mold. Other infections. 